So the thing that I always ask nurses, actually, is what's the smell of clean? Mm. Well, the smell of clean in my house when I was a kid was lemon pledge. But (laughs) that's actually not the smell of clean. It's actually nothing. That's the smell of clean. It's nothing. nothing. And so if we've been sort of brainwashed to think of it as lemon or pine or some other scent, we need to kind of undo that brainwashing and recognize that, especially in cleaning products, that no fragrance is a better way to go from a health perspective. And the same is true for your personal care products. And there are are many to choose from now. So should I be concerned about my morning Dracar shower that I take where I just (laughs) douse myself and... and yes, chemicals. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and there's a wonderful safe cosmetics database that I have nurses go to. It's very user-friendly. And you put the exact product, whether it's your deodorant or your shampoo, you put that product in and it will tell you on a scale how it rates in terms of carcinogenicity, reproductive toxicants. I don't want to wow. know. Yeah, some of that I don't want to do know. I do want to know, but some of it's scary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is, but it, it will help you make informed decisions. I mean, as a nurse, we want to use the evidence yes. to make better decisions. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're yes, right you're about right. that, but sometimes uh, <laughs> just denial helps. So what what part does public policy play in something like this? Let's back up just for one second. Most people in this country think that if a product is on a shelf in their Rite Aid or their Walmart or their Whole Foods, that if a product is on the shelf there, that the government has somehow overseen right. uh, mm-hmm. its safety. Mm-hmm. And so let's start by disabusing everybody from that fact, that the government really, there's no requirement for pre-market testing of chemicals in the United States unless it's a pharmaceutical. So if it's and an so, herb, if it's, a, if it's a food supplement, you can just... You put can a bunch put of anything. stuff in a pill and sell right. it, basically, and put it up. right? Well, yeah. the same is true for your pet supplies, for your art supplies, for your cleaning products, for right. your personal care products. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. So any of those products that we buy on an almost daily basis have not been tested for the yeah. presence of chemicals, whether they're asthmogens or these other lists, you know, carcinogens, sure. to- other toxicants. Well, we're about at our limit for this conversation. And what I'd like you to do is say something that's a little less fearful for people. <laughs> Casey and I so, always steer the guests to the to the most fearful place. I, I, don't go out to the store and buy anything because it'll kill you. Pretty much there's carcinogens and everything. So can you say a, a balancing statement, if you will? Well, for... sure. So here's where we as nurses can use our voices to make change. At the federal level right now, and there is a bill in Congress to reform the Toxic Chemicals Substance Act that is calling for pre-market testing and labeling and an easier way to ban things when we know they're horribly toxic. Um, In our hospitals, we can participate in our green teams and in purchasing, and we've got really good guidance for how nurses can do that. If they go to Healthcare Without Harm's uh, website, which is just noharm.org, lots of great information on purchasing there. And I do think that many of these problems are solvable. There are some bigger ones that maybe not. You're so correct, and we're going to put all of that on our website. So I want to thank you for your years as a nurse, Barbara, but especially for your advocacy for all of us, not just nurses. 